guys, just David here from One Up Gaming. Now this is going to be a quick video, podcast, vlog, blog, blig, blog, glig, whatever you want to call them. Anyway, it's going to be podcast 237. Now we've not been doing podcasts as regular as I would like. Um, you might notice if you're watching the video, it's a barren background. It doesn't have me normal bits and bobs up. And there is a... That side. There is a Jensen button helmet on the side. Other than that, it's pretty plain and bare. I do have to get ugh, this out though. My little tiny guinea pig eating a banana ornament. I nicked it from my mum's house. So thank you, mummy. Yeah, it's heavy as hell, so I don't want to drop it. So I'd have a guess it's fairly expensive for a really weird ornament. But anyway, what are we going to talk about today? I guess I will just have a quick talk that I have played um, a couple of games. <clears throat> now, I had a quick look online to see if there was any, any news or anything like that, but I've decided that I couldn't be bothered to, to look. There was nothing really that stood out. There was a couple of reviews of like Terminator Dark Fate, which is supposed to be an amazing sort of game. But I've moved, so I'm not sure when's the last time I've done some bits and bobs. So, first up, let's go through some of the games I've played that's on my YouTube video, YouTube channel. So the flashback mobile game. So anyone that remembers the early 90s, it was, was it Rotoscope? Ret yeah, Rotoscope, I think. Where it was basically they videoed someone moving around, jumping around, and then they hand animated the actual movements in the computer, so it actually made it look a lot more fluid and a lot more realistic. Um, I think Prince of Persia was one of the first games to do it, and Flashback is a similar sort of game just a little bit more flash, <laughs> flashback, but a little bit more like more graphics, more background images, more everything. So it looked really nice. Now, I never really liked flashback. I really enjoyed, um, I guess, all you guys out of this world, um, but for us in the UK, it was another world. Um, to me, that's just, it was a li little bit more straightforward and let a bit less puzzle oriented and for me that was good because i don't do puzzles at all um but anyway so flashback mobile they've introduced mobile um controls and i don't know what they have done it is absolutely knacked up the game um so i wouldn't recommend that no you can use um an actual Bluetooth controller which makes it a bit better but still at that stage you might as well just buy it on the the PS4 and use you know actual play the game on a TV like it's supposed to be played so next up is Marvel's Spider-Man on the PS4 I had a quick go at that and when I say a quick go I couldn't even remember what the hell I did I think I just swung around the city for a little bit which was quite funny and next up I had a quick go at the Club 2 which is a golf game and I do like golf games but I don't want to pay £50 for them so it was on the Xbox 
Game Pass, I think it's called. So I downloaded it, have a, a quick go, and it's okay, nothing great. So, yeah, if it's on Game Pass, play it, you know, but I wouldn't buy it. Next up, Door Kickers, the mobile version, is quite good, but because of the touch controls and bits and bobs, sometimes you press things that don't happen, or you press things that do happen, you don't want it to happen. Um, but the game itself is good, and I would recommend that one. I think I got that a bit of a discount because Google sent me like so much credit on my account, so it was quite funny. So I also played Pumped BMX Pro. Now I can't remember where the hell I played this from. I'd have a guess it was the PlayStation. Um, I don't know. It's similar to Trials HD, but you're on a BMX instead of a motorbike. Um, I had a quick go at the Gears Pop mobile game, and this one, it is very similar to Clash Royale. Um, technically, I don't think it's as good as Clash Royale, but we'll give that a go to see what the hell happens. Um, next up, I had a quick go at Yucus, or Yocus Island Express. Now, this is a bit like a Castlevania mixed with a pinball sort of game. And I really enjoyed it. It'll get to a point where it gets too hard for me. Because I'm not a big pinball fan. But it was alright. I had a quick go at Gears 5. Again, I like Gears. But I get bored of them quite easily. So I only had a quick 20 minute play of that. I had a quick go at the NBA 2K20 demo. I turned that off after 5 minutes. It was rubbish. Uh, but then again, I don't like... I think the last basketball game I really enjoyed was probably like the NBA Jam sort of game. So back in the mid nineties on the good old Sega Saturn. Um, I don't know how to pronounce this, but it's uh... right. I'm gonna get this completely wrong. It's Utawa Um Onu Zan and. To me, it was very similar to the the games of, I can't even remember what you call them, just the ones where there's like thousands of characters on the screen, you run around and hit things. It'll come back to me in a few seconds. Dynasty Warriors. Um, but yeah, so that was that. I had a quick go at The Surge 2. Now, there is a review up on our YouTube channel. I will also put the review at the end of this video. So, this video, this, you know what I mean, the the podcast. I might even put it at the end of the video just to make it a bit more symmetrical. I had a quick go at Jurassic World Evolution. Because I loved the Jurassic Park Genesis, I think it was. For the Game Boy Advance. And I think Xbox and PS2, I'm not sure on that. But I did love that one. This one, it's not great, but I'd have to play it more to get used to how the hell the game works. Um, I had a quick go at the MLB The Show 19, because it was included on the PlayStation free game thing. And I had a quick go, it's okay. Again, I'm English, I have no idea about baseball. It seemed fun. I had a quick go at the Mario Kart Tour on the mobile. And I don't know what they've done to the, con to the controls, but it is almost broken. And I 
played it for like two minutes and turned it off and I will not download that game again. Um, we have a review up on our YouTube channel of Cat Quest 2. Um, so that's just um, YouTube and just go to just Google. Google? Just search one up gaming and you should find us. We've got like 700 and so many followers. Uh, and a quick go at Dark Sword 2. And this one's like a side scrolling action platformer sort of thing. And it is very stylish, very weird how like it's all black and white and but the background's got colour and stuff and it's really nice. Had a quick few goes of the new grid game from Codemasters. There is a review There is a review up on our YouTube channel. So have a look there. I'll put a, the review at the end of this video as well. Um, had a quick go at Sniper Elite 4 and what do you need to know about Sniper Elite apart from you walk around murdering people I'm not going to say Nazis because I can't remember if it was Nazis or not but you go around murdering people and if you have a decent shot you go into an x-ray vision sort of thing and you watch organs explode and bits and bobs so that is quite fun so that is me, that's 1UP Gaming it's me David, I should say that actually instead of just me 1UP Gaming podcast episode number 237 and yeah very quick one today we'll just put the two videos at the end of this so thank you goodbye Hello and welcome to 1UP Gaming. Now here we've got a review, thank you Codemasters, to the new game for Grid. And this is the base PS4 version tested. So, as you can see, it's basically like the Grid game that came out in, I believe, 2012 on the 360 and PS3. Um, I mean, Grid Autosport, I think think came out and that looked amazing and unless my eyes are deceiving me this doesn't look that much better but again what are we now four or five years into this generation so eyes do play tricks but you can see there's loads of cars to choose from you can put liveries on the car you can buy new when unlock other liveries in the game itself to customize your car um, the detail on the cars are really nice, the damage effects are quite nice. The one thing I noticed on this game, which I don't know if it's better on the Pro version or the Xbox One X version, but the loading times on this are fairly large. Um, but when the game does come on, the rain effects, the lighting effects, it looks with a quite stunning for a game. The Pacific Ocean. Here we are in San Francisco for the Grid World Series. Kristen, what are your thoughts? Well, racing in wet conditions. Think of it like this. You can still be quick, but the speed you carry will leave a bit more track to scrub off. So, corners that you could take fast in the dry may more likely result in a slippery slide into a wall. Absolutely don't want that. That's off to you, Kristen. Alright, we'll get back to that shortly because it's time to get started. So, I always use the... 
dashboard cam, bonnet cam, whatever you want to call it. Um, now the the handling seems very, very arcadey, and the back end does slip out a little bit too much for my liking. And it seems as though the opposition cars are planted fairly well, and your car is a little bit skittish. And the way I notice this is, if you try and nudge someone's back end of the car, they don't spin. But if they nudge you, you do a massive spin. And I, I found that quite unfair in the actual game itself, because if you accidentally ram into someone, they become your rival. And they will, if you come up to them again, they will like ram into you and nudge you. And that can lead to some really, really bad sort of damage and race results for your car. So there we go, that's the first ever race I did on the game, so I finished 6th, wasn't great. Um, so I think we'll just skip through and watch another thing. thing that I did leave on here, every race you do, you get like XP points and things that you can put towards, as I say, new liveries, things like that. Um, again, the loading times a little bit, but yeah, you get ranks and free XP so next yeah, one I just skip straight to the race so this is a nighttime race well I doubt we're gonna see anyone really troubling the podium dare I say it looks set in stone though that's not to say there can't be any more twists and turns before it's over well we're about to see how this all plays out so don't go anywhere so we'll just skip a bit further along into the race itself. Um, I actually finished first on this one, so that's quite good. So it's got the real-time racing lines, you know, that go like red to green, so I'll tell you when to accelerate, when to brake. Um, which I think all car ga racing games need that nowadays, especially for me. Biggest problem with this game, the there's enough cars. The cars all handle similar. Just I guess it's the speed that affects everything. So the better the car, the faster the car. Um, but it's the the tracks. There's not that many tracks compared to like the Forza or a Gran Turismo sort of game. But I guess this is built for a different sort of audience. It's much more quick thrills. Um, the variety of the racing, variety of the cars, that type of thing. Um, so all in all, it's a very fun, very nice racing game. Um, I would easily say if the game came out at about... I, mean, I think in the UK games are about £50. So to me, if this was like £40, it's a, a good buy, really good. If you're into racing games, it is one of the better games, you can see that little bit there, there's a lot of racing disciplines, there's open wheel like Formula 1, there's stock car, little mini races, uh, like banger racing, so like the old chunky sort of cars, like the old escorts and things, so it does have a very good variety of car, very good, I mean, once you get used to the, the way the handling is, it is actually really good. Um, Another problem with the AI 
it seems as though when you go around a corner, even though you're in front of them, they seem to have a lot more traction and speed, so they can pull back away from you. And it, it just doesn't feel real. You know, it, it feels like an arcade game when you get a bit of speed boost. A little bit of Mario Kart there built into it. But graphically, playability, presentation, everything is up there. And for me, it's one of the better racing games I've played for a while. I still prefer my Formula 1 game that Codemasters did. But as I say, I'm just going through some of the, the cars that you can be in the game, some of the tracks. So you get a taste of how it sort of looks, but yeah, it's it's a nice, very very nice sort of like just pick it up, have a couple of races, put it off. You know, there's no sort of like commitment where Grunches and Spot and Fox that you seem to be sat on it for ages and ages and ages without anything happening. So that is it for the oh, and before I forget, it does have the flashback system. Unfortunately, on this bit, I, I sort of like dodge it up quite a lot, but it's there. It's quite funny to watch though. Yeah, so I think I get it right this time. I, I got a little bit wide around the corner, but it's like, meh, it's better, better than it was. Um, so yeah, so that is grid uh, for the PS4, it's also for PC, Nintendo Switch for some reason, and uh, Xbox. So that's me, David from One Up Gaming, saying yeah it's a nice little game to play, fun. I would honestly give this game a good 8 out of 10 stars. It's it's a racing game, what more do you need to know? So thank you Codemasters, great game, keep making them. And me, Dave from Warner Gaming, thank you. Goodbye. So, still David here. I would thought I would just like to have a quick update. Now the game's been out a week and a half, I'd have a guess, maybe just over a week. And I thought I would give a quick go at the online mode, the matchmaking, sort of. Never played it before online, I don't do online games, but I thought I'd give it a quick go. So, this is me live, trying to get the first match, sort of like online game, up and running. And I'm not going to fast forward, I'm not going to edit, it's just going to be a quick record and it's going to go right through until we get a race going. So. Taking a while, isn't it? It's been like nearly 50 seconds of just matchmaking, finding matches. So it's been a week and a half. Is there anyone playing the game? So this is PS4 version, still waiting, over a minute, oh, there we go, it's loading summit, 
So we've got to, now we've got to choose the vehicle. So I've never done this before, so you'd have thought I'd have, you'd pick all your stuff before you get into the race, but yeah, pick the vehicle. So I don't have the full money for it, so I can load the vehicle, which I do like that system. So then you just go to resume, eventually. So there we go, we've got two players in the match. So me and someone else. Which is not great. So you have to wait for more players. But at least you can have a little race around with this little trigger of eight sort of track thing. And then the guy left, so I'm not lost. So skip that back to the menu. So go back. So that's like two and a half minutes waiting for a match, and then I have to go all the way back. So now just a quick match again. So that time it was a lot quicker loading up. So I guess I must have just missed them last time. So so again I'll just choose the vehicle that I've got so I'll be massively underpowered to the other cars I'd have guessed but again there's only me and three others in the actual game world which is pointless so if you find this game to play online unless you've got like 15 really good friends who like to play games together it's probably not worth buying for the online mode but anyway it's me David one up gaming Thank you. I'll leave this running so you get to see me have the match and things like that. So, thank you. Goodbye.
don't be surprised if they're gunning for you now. Welcome to One Up Gaming's review of The Surge 2. So, from Deck 13 Interactive and Focus Interactive. Um, yes, it's powered by all these lovely little things. So, anyway, The Surge 2, obviously the sequel to The Surge. Now, I'm going to sound really weird and say that I'd never heard of The Surge. Um, the development team, they have done some other... What if machines I'll let were them finish the story. Here. A basic universal concept without morals or destiny. Yet because they are created by humans, inheriting all their countless imperfections, how could machines ever be better than us? Would they not, by design, follow the path of their creators? And, in the end, fail. My god, what is this? It's coming right at us. Are you basic maneuvers? Take you basic maneuvers! Please brace for impact. Thank you for the nice intro there. So as you can see, you can create your own sort of characters, your base models, to see which one you sort of fancy the look of. Then you can change male, female. Then once you select the base sort of model, then you can go into um, actual like the hair, the skin, the eyes, everything 
to go into it to actually create your own sort of like individual bespoke character that you want to be. Now, as I was saying before, um, I couldn't remember the original Surge, but I do know that Deck 13 have made some similar sort of games to this, um, set in um, like I don't even know how to explain. Um, similar to like the Dark Souls sort of games, like old sort of style. Medical report TS1. Our new patient has been in a semi-delirious state for weeks. The subject seems to be reliving traumatic memories of Flight 221. A girl. It's some sort of anomaly. It's not over. But this can't be true. There was only one survivor in the crash. As I was saying, it's it plays for me very similar to like the Dark Souls, slow, methodical, need to know exactly what you're doing, when you're doing, when to block, when to attack, that sort of thing. All prisoners stay in their cells. Robotic guards have been deployed. And for me that's its biggest problem. I have always wanted to like the Dark Souls games, but it just doesn't feel right for me. I'm much more of a like a god of war sort of run and hit things and watch things explode and die. Whereas this, it just seems to be. It is very competent, very good. It's just not my style of game. But anyway, the graphics look really nice, apart from the darks, which to me are really too dark and I can't see what I'm doing. Um, but it is, it's just the movement, the blocking, the fact that you can target certain parts, hit certain things, knock certain things off, like chop arms off, chop legs off. Um, it's got much more of an RPG element so you can go and actually sort of chat with people, pick up extra missions, extra bits. It's got other cityscapes, other bits, but because it's all set within um, like an old run-down cityscape, it looks really similar to everything. But all in all, the game plays well, it looks nice, long game, good story, and I would easily recommend this game as one of the better sort of style games. So. Me and myself, I'm easily I'd give this game a 7 out of 10. If they added a, a kids mode where you just smack the hell out of the button and just don't need to worry about the targeting, don't need to worry about blocking, things like that, then I would much prefer that sort of game as I believe games. For me, I don't get time to sit and play, so I don't have time to learn the actual intricacies of the actual combat. So for me, it's a detriment to the actual game itself. 
whereas to a lot of people they will enjoy learning the actual game and getting used to the actual the way trying to speak again the way the the game's combat features work so that is just me so but I would easily say 7 out of 10 really good game really nice looking so thank you deck 13 thank you focus interactive me david one up gaming goodbye